0: At this time, and we're just moving right through things, but we have a busy agenda and we have a busy afternoon, I know. So at this time, it is my privilege to introduce and bring to the stage our executive director, um, a person whose who's vision, along with the leadership team of the association, has really taken strides, I think, in, in being more effective in, in Columbia and, and uh, with our initiative. So if you would, please welcome to the stage Mr. Todd Glover. Todd. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Good morning, Municipal Association. Good morning. Welcome to Hometown Legislative Action Day 2023. This is an important day for us. You heard uh, the senator and representative talk about how early they are in the session. This is an important day for us because we put in the minds of our legislature that what is good for cities is good for the state. And what's bad for cities is bad for the state. And so I hope you will take this opportunity today. I know, um, it's around two o'clock. Um, uh, we're heading over to the state house. I hope you'll take that opportunity to head over there, talk to your delegation. If they don't know about the reception tonight, invite them to the reception at 530 back over here. Um, so have a great time just to, to, you know, mingle and, uh, talk and maybe even go out to dinner with them tonight. It's important, and you heard Representative Hyatt say it, our advocacy staff does a fantastic job all year, and they're extremely busy during the session, but nothing beats a call from home. They have relationships that they have uh, promulgated over the years, but nothing beats a call from home from you. And so that's what we need from you, and uh, we hope that uh, you'll take this opportunity and take advantage of that. Dr. McCoy, who is our keynote speaker, is coming up in a few moments, he told me to get y'all juiced up this morning. I said, well, Doc, I'm sorry, this is about as juiced as I get, so I don't know that uh, I'm going to be a lot of help, uh, Dr. McCoy, but we're looking forward to your address, and go Tigers. <laughs> if I could just take a moment and um, say that the things that you're hearing this morning... Um, about new initiatives. A lot is coming from our board and our leadership. I want to thank Rick Osmond for his leadership this year and our entire board. If you're on our board, I know we have some of you sitting here, but I think some of you are spread out. If you're on our municipal association board, would you please stand now and be recognized? It has been an absolute pleasure to, to work alongside them and to see their vision for cities and towns in our state. And uh, I'm excited about the future of our association. I want to talk to you about a few uh, items quickly this morning. One, if you noticed in, in your uh, presentation materials that you were handed when you checked in, we've changed our logo. If you were at our annual meeting last year in Charleston, you saw us unveil this, and now we're, today we're fully unveiling our logo. And it was difficult for us in that we wanted a logo that reflected the vitality of our cities and towns. So we wanted something colorful. But also, how do you encompass in a logo the diversity that we have in our cities and towns and our state? What I really love about the logo is it um, maybe at the top. There we go. What I love about the logo is it shows a farm, a traditional historic Main Street building, the high rises of our urban cities in our state, and our iconic government buildings. I think our team did a really fantastic job in encompassing all of the diversity that we have in our cities and towns in South Carolina. And when you're getting a new logo, you might as well get a new website. So we launched a new website on Sunday, still the same location, masc.sc, but I think you'll find this to be more intuitive. Uh, There's better search functions. It still has all of the wealth of information that we provide to you on here, but it's just a fantastic tool to know what's going on either in the legislative session If you have questions about certain topics that come up in your city, go to this website and do a search. There is a wealth of information on here, and I can hardly think of any subject that you might think of. There's not some type of position paper on there that will help you. And speaking of our communication staff, we're also looking at how we communicate with you. We're calling it a communication audit, for lack of a better term. But we send out a wealth of information to you. Our staff gathers information, whether it's in print, email, website, social media. But we want to make sure that you're getting that information from us. You know, there's that old adage that if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it, did it really make a sound? I would say... If there's information put out, but nobody's digesting it, is it really information? So during COVID, we began to see an issue. Our field service managers, Jeff and Charlie and Ashley, all of y'all know uh, those. They have their regions and they're in your offices all through the, the course of the year. One of the things, they file a report every week. During COVID, we began to notice that a lot of the questions they were receiving, we had sent out information prior to that on that same subject. So we began to see there's a disconnect in what we are sending out and what our folks are getting. And so we're looking at that now. What is the best way for you to receive information? Is it through email? Is it through text? Is it through a website? Is it social media? So we'll be looking uh, at that during the course Of the year as well. I'm also happy to announce uh, today that we will be having our first annual uh, small city summit in Greenville that will be on the Thursday prior to the annual meeting. Small cities make up over half of our 271 cities and towns in our state and we know that you have problems that are particular to your cities and towns. Some of our smallest cities and towns can't afford to attend our annual meeting or our training. So we're going to have a small city summit. It's completely separate from the annual meeting. It will just happens to be in Greenville, but it will be at a different location. And we're going to look at issues that are unique to small cities, back-end finance, HR, small police departments. Uh, A lot of the issues that are facing the small cities in our state we will be covered at that. This is our first one. We're already brainstorming about the issues that we want to see covered here. If you have ideas that you would like to see covered there, please uh, see one of our MASC staff members during this time uh, that we're here over the next couple of days and let us know what you would like to hear. I'm excited about this. Um, as we, as an association, have tried to become more service-based I hope that you've noticed over the past couple of years that you've seen more services that we're rolling out to you. That is a vision of our board. We've had retail recruitment training. We've had a group purchasing programs. We've had other training programs that are new, and this is another part of that. Um, and we're hoping that this just broadens the, the depth of services that our association offers to each of you. Cornelius? The Enman Council gets younger by the day. Uh, I, I was looking here. Uh, Mayor Cornelius Huff at Enman has a uh, a youth council that he brings to uh, to uh, HLAD each year. So we welcome all of the youth council from Inman. And uh, thank you all for being here. Last but not least, I want to talk about our civility initiative. We rolled this out at the annual meeting in Charleston last year. And it's something that I'm very passionate about because we have to change civil discourse in this country. Local government is the closest government to the people. And this is a people problem. And we have to be the leaders if we're going to address this issue. I would encourage all of you. I know that some of you have adopted the civility initiative. Some of you have printed out the pledge and put it in your your, um, your council chambers. Even if you don't think you have a civility problem, I would encourage you to adopt this program. You know, when the boat's taken on water, is not the time to learn how to swim. You need to have this in place. What does it hurt, even if you don't have a civility problem, to read that civility pledge before your meetings? I'm reminded of a story um, of a farmer, a corn farmer in the Midwest. He was known for his quality product. Everybody far and wide knew about the product of this corn farmer's corn. It was the best corn. It was the prettiest corn. It was the tastiest corn and he could grow more corn by the acre than any other farmer around. A local news station found out that this farmer actually began sharing his seed stock with all the farmers around him, his competition. So they interviewed this farmer, and it was very interesting what the farmer said. The reporter said, you're sharing your seed stock with everyone around you, all of your competition. Why are you doing that? He said, well, the wind comes through and and pollinates the corn and it whips it. I can't control where that pollination's coming from. If my neighbor grows inferior corn, sooner or later, it's going to make my corn inferior. That farmer had it figured out. If you think, that everything is going okay, that's great, we're happy. Sooner or later, is happening to your neighbor, and sooner or later, it's going to be at your doorstep. If we don't provide leadership on this issue of civility, I'm confident that our cities and towns can be the leaders on this issue. I know that it's not easy. I've worked in local government for over 26 years. I've been in some public meetings that I didn't think I would make it out of. I know none of you have ever had that happen. But we can have public civil discourse, the exchanging of ideas. When we lose the exchange of ideas, we lose good government. So we have to be the leaders on this issue, and I'm confident that we can be. If you have not taken a look at this uh, civility initiative, I encourage you to do so. As President Osmond mentioned, we have states, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Arkansas, uh, Washington State. Other states are also joining in this initiative. We can spread throughout our country and take back civil discourse and good government in our country. Along that line, I also will announce that uh, next week, Wednesday the 15th, we will be having a press conference, not that one, this will be a different one, um, on Wednesday at 11.30. And we're going to announce a partnership with another state organization who is also going to be joining us in this uh, civility initiative, so we're excited about that. Thank you for what you do. We know it's not easy, a um, lot of long hours. And like I say, in our profession, if you get rich, there's an investigation. Um, It's sometimes thankless work, but it's important work. And we appreciate all that you do. Your association is here for you every day. If we can be of assistance to you at any time, please let us know. Enjoy the conference. Let us know if we can be of any assistance to you. And thank you for your attendance today. job, time.